Hello and welcome to Schnazcast, episode 144 for Friday, October 8th, 2021. Jesus Christ. There we go. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. This is Bob welcoming you to Schnazcast on behalf of my best chums, Nick Bader, Corey Selesky, Todd Dillon. Gentlemen, how the fuck are you? Oh, hello. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Todd. Do we have Todd? Oh, yep. He is muted. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> You're good now, buddy. Hey, Todd. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> are you in the bathroom? It sounds like you're doing some renovations. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not. Can you? Can you hear me? I'm good. It's all good. It's all good now. Uh, which one is Todd? This one? Yeah. Go ahead again, Todd. It's all good. There, you, there he is. All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be back. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, you can find us here every weekend uh, at this time, possibly a different day. It's either going to be Friday or Saturday. Um, it's been a while since we've done a Friday. It has been a while. Mm-hmm. It's just worked out. But, um, you know, we do whatever it takes, Corey. Oh, yes. Uh, but in the meantime, you can stream us out on your choice of iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also stream us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. All at Schnozcast. That's S-C-H-N-O-Z-Cast. You can also email us with your questions or requests for relationship advice from Todd Dillon at schnozcast at gmail.com. Or you can call or text us at any time, day or night. Nick Bader will answer at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker line. Nick Bader will answer you. It doesn't matter what time. could be 4 in the morning. Immediately. It could be 6 a.m. India Standard Time. We here at the Schnozcast have a one-ring guarantee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or your pizza's free. That's right. <laughs> All right. So welcome, everyone, to the fucking Sky High Stress Podcast. While we uh, are one week into our sober October, well, Corey's quit chewing. I've quit drinking, smoking, eating sugar, and eating at normal times. If you couldn't already tell by the irritability in his voice. Yeah. I, I've already offered for him to sit over by you. And Fuck he, you. He said no. <laughs> but just so you're Fuck, aware. No, that would be horrible. We'd end up stabbing each other by the time it was over. Just so you're aware, um, since we just uh, mentioned the shocker line. Yeah? Yeah. We're going to have to go ahead and uh, give a little plug to our sponsors. Yes, we should. Sorry, I should have shut up what I meant to. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, never nip your sack again. Body and below the belt grooming in a whole new ball game. Smoothmyballs.com. Presents the Turf Chopper 3.0, which has premium alloy blades and is water resistant so you can take it in the shower or the sink. Shaving your body and below the belt shouldn't be a task where you have to worry about nips and cuts down there. The Turf Chopper 3.0 features a no-scrape technology so you never have to nip that sack again. Use the promo code SCHNOZCAST for 15%, actually now 20%, 20% off your purchase. 
If links aren't your thing, then go to smoothmyballs.com forward slash schnozcast. Smoothmyballs.com, the perfect gear to upgrade your grooming routine and help you grab life by the balls. Wow. Smooth my balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel smoother just having heard that. Yeah. Oh, man, where did I even start? No booze. Water in my Yeti. Fuck. I noticed he's like, uh, Corey stopped chewing. I stopped doing, you know, everything in my life. And moving that's on. That's worth doing. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has not stopped. Smoking. Nick hasn't stopped doing anything. <laughs> What's that, Todd? You didn't quit vaping. No, dude. I, uh, what, what else is left? This is it. Water and vaping. Masturbation, but I don't think Nick would appreciate that. And right to now. be fair, during the day... Uh, oh, Jesus, here it comes. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, during the day, I'm not like vaping constantly. I have, I've gone through so much fucking gum. <laughs> that I may I may have to go see the dentist before the end of October. Is it nicotine gum? No. <laughs> <laughs> just you just never, decided I've to never... start chewing bubblicious? Like Yeah. Uh, hey Jack, what's going on? <laughs> you understand smoking is all about like the oral fixation. Yeah, yeah it's also so, about the nicotine. Well yeah, but why if you, you can't just, have the nicotine, you... then you gotta then gum is you, you can, the thing. You can have the nicotine. I don't I don't know. The point is not to do that. But your nicotine's in your vape. Yeah, I'm not, so on a podcast, how am I going to make it through a two-hour podcast? With some gum. Yeah, so chewing exactly. gum in a microphone goes over real well. And so anyway, The pros do it. The pros do it. You, sh- you should pull a Corey and just take up heroin while you're on this uh, hiatus. Pick another vice. You should never pull a Corey. They, they get scared very easily. <laughs> they spook. Bitch, I got nothing to say to you. You, were no- you did not support me during this entire endeavor. And... You said you were going to do it. You wanted in, but who was who's not in now? Todd Dillon, that's who. I am in oh, Monday yeah. through Monday through Thursday. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> there was no. There, we, we, I tried my best to get in on this, and you guys just edged me uh, out. Uh, no, no, I. I want, we don't want. I it. could clip out for next week. I could clip out the two different weeks in a row where you're like, "I'm in, I'm in." You're not in. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm in. in. I actually, I did just like you. I, I submitted my rules of engagement. I'm going to have sober October except for October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and I, then the 17th. Hey, it's, I, I, it's better than doing nothing, <laughs> which is what Todd Dillon's doing. Todd, I, I think the... Yeah, I, the yes, man? I think actually what was said was, I don't want your tarnished, dirty Seattle doubloons. I think that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. What is this, the Space Needle? Take that back. <laughs> So I'm sitting at my kitchen table this afternoon working, and Cecilia came over because she said, oh, you'd offer to make, like, salmon and green beans for us for, for dinner. I've got some stuff to do. Mind if I come over? I'm like, yeah, it's no problem. Why don't you swing by the market on the way, pick it up, I'll pay you back, and we'll just put, put it together. It'll take 20 minutes. So we're sitting there at the table working, and, and I, so I'm not eating but except for between 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. Oh wait, there's more. So now this is another thing. Now he's not eating. Now he's also fasting. Yeah, intermittent fasting. Did uh, Cecilia look like a, a big talking <laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels? <laughs> Everything looks like a giant <laughs> turkey leg or a huge cigarette or a, <laughs> a, a big a big snifter of. Why is Dad puffing on my hair? <laughs> yeah. Snifter of whiskey. 
Yeah, so, uh, and she was, she hit the store and FaceTimed me from there asking what kind of salmon to get at like right about three o'clock. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, I can wait till she gets home. So she got home and immediately. And you said, kind of, did you say? What? Uh, she got home at 3 30. So Sockeye. That's, that's when, uh, oh, Norwegian. Sockeye. <laughs> <laughs> when you're buying salmon from the store, there's like four different kinds of salmon. And so if you're buying it for somebody else to eat and one of the one of the kinds of salmon is twenty four dollars a pound and there's another kind it's thirteen, which one do you think you're gonna get? I'm not eating 24. any of this salmon. No. <laughs> this this is for college kids. They don't give a fuck about the difference between twenty four and thirteen dollar pound salmon. It's free the free food from dad. So so started eating like so hungry and uh and so Jack came downstairs. He was getting ready to walk out the door, and I grabbed a banana, and I was eating a banana, and they both stopped, and and I realized that they were staring at me. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, eat a banana. So I had learned a few years ago that the better way to peel bananas from the bottom, flip it around, peel from the bottom. That way you're not, you know, splitting the banana peel at the top, and you know, it's just easier. But I had, like but I had peeled the whole banana, and was then holding the rest of the what you know the actual edible part of the banana in my hand, and they're like, I've never seen anybody do that before. Oh, <laughs> what do you? It's a, there's you a built-in fork too. No, there's a built-in wrapper for it. Why would you peel it? And I'm like, well, I I guess I I the wrapper is now gone, and so you're holding it like a dildo. <laughs> because <laughs> watch this, kids. Opens. I'm just <laughs> <one's> <laughs> hot dog Jesus. down a hallway. He yeah. swallowed that entire banana hole. <laughs> you heard it splash in the well. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. No, that no kids. That's not how that story ended. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it! No, like, is this is this a problem? So I take it you guys don't eat your bananas in the same way. Okay, that's crazy talk. What do you think my response is going to be to this? Uh, I don't know something either comical or serious to depending upon. What your mood is? Have you 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 realize that you stole and slept on, um, us like a foil cellophane uh, bag of pop tarts? -Tarts. Yeah. Have you ever once in almost two years of doing the podcast in my house seen bananas hanging on a banana hanger? Oh, you don't eat bananas? (laughs) Have you ever seen (laughs) bananas here? I've never looked. You may as well uh, put some beets on the table, too, because that sounds fantastic, and top it all with mustard. I've honestly never hey, looked. Beets are good for you. Oh, I've never wanted a banana beets when I was in the house. Yes, beets are great for you, Todd. Bananas taste like bananas. Bananas and eggs are disgusting. <laughs> and Wait a minute. You don't like eggs? Eggs, like, I tolerate, but I've never been like, God, I could go for an egg. Never. Wow. Never. Never? And beets. You had a good egg then. Beets, no, I've no. <laughs> beets taste like fucking dirt. They're well, you never had a good beet. No, I have. <laughs> Dude, brush them with a little olive oil, put a little salt and pepper, throw it on the grill. You'll change your tune. No, that's, they're disgusting. I, I'd actually I'm like to try you. that. I feel like Todd might have something there. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, <laughs> Corey. No bananas for you either. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like Nick. I won't go just specifically buy them but are there any bananas in your house right now probably yeah danielle loves bananas so, oh she loves them she's yeah. okay so she buys them all the time but she's not making you eat bananas so no you go like all week long and you never touch <laughs> no, any of those bananas not, not another one 
Yeah, I, oh, I can easily go the entire I don't weekend. Eat, I, I, I don't mind them, but I don't eat them, though, because they're, I mean, they're a full day worth of carbs. They're like a zillion carbs. Oh, my. Don't say that. I Bob. know. Don't. I know. It was amazing. But if you're, so I, the only thing I had in the house, if I was feeling like a sugar fix, was bananas and apples. That's it. So it's one. Of the hey, who can see me? Mary just Mary just handed me a banana. We must have somebody listening. <laughs> 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 Next time, bananas. I'm on the air. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Doing on, my job. Go on, get. Todd, get. I feel like from what I from what I've heard, Todd, I feel like she probably thinks she's making it better just by showing up in the room and talking in the. Background. It feels like it. Todd, get <laughs> the feels like it. Todd, get the squirt bottle. Tell her to get off the couch. <laughs> I was going to say, clearly, the on-air sign outside of Todd's studio is not working. Yeah. Uh, I need Mary to leave because she's wrecking, they're wrecking the <laughs> Thanks, Corey. That was Todd Todd. Oh, Todd did it? Yeah. I was thinking about doing it, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know. if I wanted to see where it was going for a second. Oh, it looks like we lost you. <laughs> there's, a, there's a coyote in the yard. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what it sounded like. Um, all right. So that's enough of that. Shit. Um, Enjoy your banana. <laughs> oh, I did. All right, so uh, let's let's. Uh, did you ever find a booze news? Yeah. Well, let's do that. Okay. That's and cool. now it's time for booze news. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Eminem serves fans at Food Window of Mom's Spaghetti Restaurant at Pop Up in Detroit. Eminem at the opening of his mom's spaghetti restaurant in Detroit. Detroit, Michigan talks about uh, a man talks about his first trip to Detroit that he'll never forget. An Eminem fan from New York came to the Motor City specifically for the rapper's mom's spaghetti pop-up restaurant, opening only to be one of the few actually um, to meet in real life Slim Shady. Brendan Linden, who was from the Bronx, uh, was one of the first people in line um, which stretched for blocks along Woodward Avenue. Much to his surprise, Eminem showed up before the doors opened and handed out spaghetti to the first 10 people. I came here in hopes of meeting him, and I didn't think I was, yeah, that he was going to be here, and excited Lyndon uh, told them live. Uh, he shook my hand, and I told him uh, wh what he means to my life and how much uh, his music has impacted me. He told me thank you so much and gave me some food. The walk-up window opened on Wednesday, September 29th at 5 p.m. It's located inside the newly opened Union Assembly Restaurant at 2131 Woodward Avenue, which is between the Fox Theater and the Fillmore. Lyndon wasn't the only one still in shock when he got there before the eatery opened. Joel and Aaron Ferrara of Allen Park and Detroit also met the rapper and say it was one of the coolest moments of their lives. Uh, they told us that uh, they wanted 10 people, so we went around the corner and Eminem was giving out spaghetti. Aaron Ferrara said, with a huge smile on her face, when I went up there, I was crying, and he said, it's okay, it's just spaghetti. I don't know why, I feel like he should be like, I don't know, it's just spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. but he's from the Bronx, yeah. too. Did he but, call him Stan? But this was, yeah. Did he call him Stan? But this was Eminem, so <laughs> that's my Eminem, apparently. Um, it's okay, it's just spaghetti. Um, I told him, and I had waited my whole life to meet you, and he gave me a big hug and signed my spaghetti container. <laughs> well, no, nothing else to get an autograph on? Yeah. yeah. Seeing her get all emotional made me want to cry just for her. Joel Farrar had added, I had him side my bag and told him, thank you, that's my cousin, and all she ever wanted to do was meet you. Uh, it was 10 or 15 second conversation, but it was great. Mom's Spaghetti is a walk-up restaurant serving three things. Mom's spaghetti for nine dollars. Mom's spaghetti with meatballs for twelve, and spaghetti 
a Sagetti sandwich, S apostrophe Getty sandwich for $11. Uh, okay, that's... Uh, along with water and a pop. When you said Sagetti, I lost interest in this entire Yeah. Story. <laughs> for a small additional charge, you can also get vegan meatballs. Uh, the adjacent uh, the adjacent upstairs store, the trailer, sells Mom's Spaghetti merchandise, items from M&M's retail collection, including limited editions, and coveted dead stock, and memorabilia from the M&M archives. We're told that you can also expect drops from rotating stock, the trailer, which is limited to eight stands at a time. Union Assembly is open Wednesday and Thursday from 4 p.m. to midnight. Kitchen is open till 10. Friday and Saturday from 4 to 2 a.m. Kitchen until 11 p.m. Sunday from 3 p.m. to midnight. Uh, it's closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. So, pop-up restaurant from Eminem in Detroit. Not sure how long it's going to be around. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Not sure how long it's going to be around. Yeah, I don't know. The menu doesn't sound that Having fantastic. Having read this article, who knows how long it's going to be around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had it before. Spaghetti? No, Mom's spaghetti. Yeah? How did you have it? Yeah. Uh, when we worked at DMC. Yeah? Yeah. Did he? Oh, had he done this before? No, it wasn't. It was in the midst of COVID. They so they dropped a bunch of it off. So this was just someone's mom's spaghetti, and no, it was from Corey. Where, okay, you were there, <laughs> Corey. Okay, I mean I, it's it's nothing to write home about. I tell you that much. I feel like you're knitting quite the yarn here, my friend. <laughs> okay, you can think that all you want. Uh, in other music news, uh, local boy made good Jack White. Opened up a new Third Man Records in London off of Carnaby Street last week. In London? Yep. Doesn't help us here. Who am I, David Bowie? No, but a local boy makes good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what the Eminem story is? Local boy makes good. I guess he's done some good. Eminem finally made something of himself. Finally? Right. <laughs> yeah. After all these years. 33 years. Opened up a, a, a Sketty store. Sketty. All right, so that's booze news for uh, for this week. I want to uh, real quickly pivot then into the next segment, the haunt for this October. Yes. Oh shit! I didn't give him a heads up so we could play that fucking werewolf thing. Oh. <laughs> there. <laughs> there. Sounded just like the phone. Yep. The haunt for this October. So this week, I feel like I want to do that for the rest of the podcast. Like every segment, just I uh, sorry about the music. Nick, Nick, can you just give an approximation? <laughs> This week's the haunt for this October. So this segment, we just talk about a real quick paragraph about different places in Michigan that are haunted. Uh, this week, it says, from TB to the heebie-jeebies. Howell's San, in quotes, as it was nicknamed, was Michigan's first tuberculosis sanitarium built on the highest point in southeast Michigan. It went from 16 beds when it was built in 1907 to 500 in 1930. Antibiotics eventually eliminated the threat of TB, so the sand began accepting patients with mental disabilities and ailments. It closed in 1982, and many of the buildings and graveyards were demolished and replaced by upscale subdivisions. Oh, that's where I want my upscale subdivision. Of course, what is believed to be former, uh, where these former patients once lived, well, still remain, is there. Area residents have reported seeing spirits in hospital gowns wandering the streets. One even has a rope around his neck. There have been many reports of paranormal activity in these houses um, in the surrounding areas where they were built on top of this area. Although very dangerous, there are also tunnels that remain in the ruins of the sand, which ghost hunters to this day and others continue to explore. And that's in Howell. Howell, Michigan. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's a safe spot to go. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I, I I can't believe they do stuff like I mean, you know how sanitariums have like the unnamed grave sites and all that other stuff. Like, it still should be sacred. I mean, I, I understand if someone wants to buy, then relocate them somewhere. You know, building a community <laughs> on top of it that's kind of messed up. Yep, isn't that the entire plot of the movie Poltergeist? Yes, and Basically. Poltergeist too. Well, I mean, come on now. Yeah, of course. Uh, I believe the law states that after 75 years, uh, basically, if there is no living like, family or something, living family member alive still. To like rebut the, it or whatever. The state can take it. possession of your gravesite and do what they want with it. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, at 75 years, that's pretty good. Pretty okay. Good stretch. I mean... That, I mean, okay. yeah, we've got hundred-year-old, hundreds of year-old grave sites with our names still on it that we paid for. So I can't imagine, but it's probably something to do with like, like uh, people that are buried by the state. I can't imagine that's just that's, any any that, graveyard. That's any graveyard. Oh come on, I, dude! I swear, look, you, we can look it up. I don't buy it, but, <laughs> dude. If our family fine, right? paid for you know an eight thousand dollars stone that's and what, eight plots, it, but it doesn't two hundred years ago, and we're all still alive. But oh, so you're saying that we have to be dead? Like every all the family yes. has to be for seventy five years. Okay, no, there's, you don't have to be missing a family member for seventy five years. The plot just has to be there for seventy for seventy five years, and then if there's no surviving family left, then the state can take control of that plot. Okay, so you think a graveyard that has let's say seven hundred and fifty graves. Yeah, there's probably a chance that there are still descendants. Yeah, still. I, and, and I think what that's more for is like the little, fa- basically like family cemeteries that people would put outside of a farm, and everyone from that family now is is gone, or you know, no one is no one no one correlates to that family anymore, basically. So if you go to that land, and you know, you can buy all around it except for that one little acre, maybe. Isn't that like a part of eminent domain? I mean, I guess it would, it would fall into the same thing. Yeah. So, I, What's I, this I, segment called? Graveyard news? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this segment called? <laughs> second one. I just got confused for a second. Ca- called How to Dig Up Graves. Yes. That's outstanding. Next week. <laughs> hey, Todd Dillon, you got, a, you got a little bit of sports for us? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, well, here you go, buddy. How many kickers missed? How many kickers missed? Hold on, it hasn't started yet. Hold on. Whoa, dude. You see him heading direction. The 20, he's going for 40, and it's 90 Seconds Sports. 90 Seconds Sports is brought to you by SmoothMyBalls.com. <laughs> Todd Dillon, your 90 Seconds Sportster starts now. Hey, did you flip the, the, the hourglass over? Yeah. Come on. Anyway, there is a ton to talk about in sports this past weekend. Uh, and it, it start, I, I thought I was going to be ranting about kickers again and again and again, but... Their history was made. Our boy, William Daryl Wallace, officially known as Wallace, won himself a race in NASCAR, won Valdez. Bubba Wallace, the first African-American, uh, the second African-American to win a major uh, race, and the only, only African-American race in all three major NASCAR circuits. Uh, Bubba Wallace did, did everyone proud, did America proud, uh, by uh, again persevering uh, in a sport that uh, doesn't doesn't find many people that look like him, uh, and uh, actually won at Talladega. It was a little bit weird because it feels like 
Uh, he didn't win in the nor- in the normal sense. Uh, in the, it got rained out, and so they, he was in the lead when, when the race got canceled. So I don't know. I don't know. If you feel I feel like that's a little bit of a affirmative action, but hey, Bubba got himself a win. Uh, I was super proud, uh, actually. Uh, but t- again, I'm a, I'm a closet NASCAR uh, fan because you can bet on it. Uh, but uh, Talladega. And that's 90-second sports. From all your showboating at the beginning, you lost some time. So a little bit of peacock. I didn't see you flip the hourglass little, over. Yeah, there's a seven-second delay, uh, but with all that peacocking you did. <laughs> Go, Baba. Excellent, sir. Well, hey, gentlemen, uh, next I want to do the Schnozcast mailbag. You know, we get a lot of uh, we get a lot of mail here at the Schnozcast from a lot of fans over the past couple of years. And Candy. Uh, candy cane. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what primarily candy? primarily candy. Among, amongst that group. So what better milestone than episode 144 for us to really take a minute to take a look back at some of the best you know emails that we've gotten from some of the fans. So what I want to do... For you fellas, is I thought we'd all kind of take turns reading them. So I'm going to text you. I want to start with Todd because Todd got those dulcet tones. I'm going to text this directly to you, Todd. And you can, uh, just for the fans out there, just as kind of a shout out, something to, you know, give a little bit back, recognize the fact we wouldn't be where we are today without all of them. Yeah. So, all right, I'm texting this to you. Dude, I was homeless before this all began. (laughs) That's true. We, you have your waterfall to thank the fans for. All right, story one. <clears throat> I listened to the podcast the day it came out. Completely blown away. Changed my life forever. Yeah, also, my Schnozcast sticker just finally fell apart. Heartbroken. Thanks, guys, for your masterpiece. All right, thanks, Todd. And that was from who? Uh, we don't want to. I'm going to keep those names no, kind of on the, on the download. Yeah, gotcha. you know who yeah. you are. So, so it's probably Eminem. It could have been Eminem in his sketty emails. All right, Corey, I just texted you another one. If you want to take the next one, this is a long one. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so the second email was, uh, "I shit my pants." Nice. I mean, that's what you really want to hear. I think. I think that was just me emailing the wrong email address. I think that really says it all. I think it's from Joe. It might be from Joe. But I'll never tell. Hmm. It, le- right. it, leaves me, it leaves me asking questions. <laughs> did, you, did you have a bad piece of cheap salmon? Well, or? look, we, we'd be more than happy to have this <laughs> cheap salmon. Well, clear, clearly they, they never watched uh, the SNL commercial, Oops, I Crap My Pants. <laughs> the adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, I just texted you one, too, if you want to take the next one. Oh, wonderful. He's sitting right next to you. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, number three, email. <laughs> Dear Schnozcast, the first time I heard the podcast was uh, was at the time when I was being fucked gently, and honestly, it was such a poignant moment that I had to look up the Schnozcast the next day, and I was hooked. This is actually, uh, I remember this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't so eloquently said, but I do remember. I do remember this email. Um, something was going on, uh, fucking gently, and uh, there were people listening to the podcast whilst making love. And uh, Bill Anton, 
No, I told you that in confidence. No, Phil Anton cries oh. gently while making love and hearing the podcast. <laughs> that could have been me. <laughs> All right. So the next one, uh, the f- next email we got here. Hey, the first time I've heard Schnozcast, it had just come out, and I was a manager for Radio Shack. And one of my employees turned it on while we were closed overnight doing a remodel of the store. We listened to it at least 10 times all the way through the remodel on repeat. And I laughed throughout the entire thing. Fell in love with your voices and never looked back. Thank you for existing. You've got me through some tough, pretty tough times and helped make good times even better. Wow. So thank you, man. That, Shay that, Van Dusen. <laughs> what? I keep unmasking Look, I, yeah, again, we're not, we're <laughs> trying to kind of keep this on the, you know, on the anonymous side. <laughs> Sorry. You know, because they were kind These enough. These stories to, sound so familiar to me. <laughs> they were kind enough to share their sentiments with us, and mm-hmm. I think it was—it's the least we could do. So, Todd, there's one in your uh, inbox here waiting for you next. I week. got it. I remember—I remember being off sick from high school. High schoolers listen to this, huh? I remember being off sick from high school, and I was listening to Spotify in the middle of the day when the word Spotify exclusive came up on the and Snask started to play. The podcast blew my mind. I subscribed and listened to it on repeat for at least a year. I think I was one of the first kids in the UK to hear the podcast, which I still think about to this day. Thank you for the awesome times, dudes. Oh, I man. love this guy. Yeah, from across the pod. That's weird. Yeah, across the in pod. High school. That's weird. For, from all the, the hmm. I, I'm quite the Anglophile, and from all the uh, people from the UK that I do talk to on occasion, um, None of them say dude. It's usually mate. But uh, uh, clearly, he's uh, some of our patois has rubbed off on him. He must be assimilated. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, though. Or or she, whoever. (laughs) What the fuck, Corey? Yeah, why don't you take the next one? Oh, well, I was a kid, and my older brother was in high school. He had a Pontiac Firebird, and I'd always bug him to hang out with me and let me tag along when he drove somewhere. He showed me Schnozcast for the first time because he thought it'd make me laugh, and I loved it. From then on, we'd blast the Schnozcast when we were in his car, and I'd sing and headbang and laugh hysterically. I can honestly say some of my happiest memories are of being in the passenger seat while my brother and I... <laughs> nope. <laughs> What's that? Both did our uh, impression of a certain someone yelling, to be fair... And so many other quotes, like total idiots. Thank you guys for that. I'll never forget it. And I still love the Schnozcast. All right. That's awesome. I wonder who that person was that uh, they declined to name. I don't know. It's kind of weird. They could have just put their name in there, but. Yeah. No, we're declining to name them. No, no, no. Not them. The person no, who from, they were talking the, on the show. from the Schnozcast. Clearly, they, oh, clearly yeah. they don't know all of our names that well. So hopefully that'll change. Nick? TT? Uh, one more for you. So one more, uh, one more email comes in um, from Mobile, Alabama. It looks like. Uh, so it says, "My friends and I drove over four hours from <laughs> Minneapolis to Madison, Wisconsin. We were from Mobile, Alabama. We didn't even spend a night in Madison, so mostly I remember all the driving. But I do remember my face being rocked off. Nick yelling, "I love hot dogs." <laughs> And it being worth every minute we spent on the road. Thank you, thank you, Schnozcast. Wow, you—that's awesome. That's just dude. That was Bubba Wallace. He's from Mobile, Alabama. Just to hear something like that, dude. That's 
You're welcome. I have, his face rocked off. I don't know, but I feel like that was probably 100% accurate. I just want to say I love hot dogs. Hey. All right, so last email we have here wanted to read. Uh, in 2021, I saw Schnozcast on the beach. During a moment in the show, Bob was addressing the crowd. Someone in the crowd yelled out, yelled out something. And then Bob addressed the person who yelled and said into the mic, Hey, man, only a few people around you heard you say that I, you think I fucking suck. But I just want to let you know that I have a microphone. And everybody on the beach can hear me when I say that you fucking suck. I remember that. The whole true. crowd cheered and laughed and then sang along to the Funko of this song. I remember that. That was weird because that was up in Tawas. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I remember the woman had blonde hair. Someone in the, yeah, someone in the crowd. Man, so that's, that's cool. Though. This is all just really heartwarming and just, again, Tickling. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, listening out there from, from each, each of us at the Schnozcast. That was great. Um, on that note. Hey, uh, smooth your balls. <laughs> yeah, sh- uh, sure. Yeah, do, uh, we, do we have an agreement to do a particular number of those? No, no. One, one is one is fine. One, one's all you need. Yeah, okay. one's fine. Um, Todd, uh, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? Oh, I, I think, I'm glad you asked. I am, again, I went back to the well with New Belgium Brewing, mm-hmm. and I am drinking their uh, Voodoo Ranger uh, V2K. It Ooh. is an incredible IPA, and I know Lori doesn't like IPAs, but this IPA is a bit different. It's got... Uh, Hints of grapefruit and guava. Amazing. Ooh. That sounds And I'm great. drinking that for my shot. I'm going to do a little bit of crown apple again. I'm back to the well. Okay. So uh, tonight we are doing the blah, 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 roasted apple. Revel Stoke. Revel Stoke. Revel Stoke. It always uh, escapes me. Corey and I are doing Revel Stoke. Bob is doing uh, H20. H20. Yep. Um, so Schnozcast shot. Raise them up. Cheers, Buzz. You sons of bitches. Lightyear. <laughs> nice recovery. Salute. <laughs> Dude, Aldrin, Lightyear, I got them all. I'll do one. Whoa. That's the good stuff. Not too many of those. No? Oh, fuck no. You no. just did one earlier. Really? Not a fan? I mean, it's it's not terrible, but it's... He did one like 10, 20, 30 minutes ago. I was, you guys I was to start? Was start and I, okay. I was thinking that when I did it, but that was a way bigger shot. It was a bigger shot. Yeah. You, you know, like Fireball better than that? You know, I mean, I'm not accustomed to this. Yeah, this, this does... is the same size vessel. The good thing is, is this is this has more booze. So you don't have that's, to do as many. Well, there well, you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I... <laughs> <laughs> are you are you revelly stoked? Wow. Moving on. Moving on. So this week's uh, Nick's existential question, as you guys know, we don't normally do this every single week, but sometimes when we do, it's fantastic, and clearly the emails show. Um, So this question of the week kind of reflects back on um, Impractical Jokers, and that's kind of why I liked it and picked this one. Um, If you've never watched the show, go check it out on True TV, Impractical Jokers. It's it's a great show. Uh, Everyone from the Schnoz cast loves it, um, excluding Todd, but he was a late addition, so... Um, this question of the week is if you could put a new tattoo on someone, you know, what tattoo would you pick? Where would you put it? And who would you pick? 
So I'm going to say it again because there's going to be a follow-up question. I just Yeah, uh, clarifying question. I, I, I sense <laughs> that there's going to be a clarifying question regardless. So if you could pick, put a new tattoo on someone you already know, who would you pick? What would it be? And what location on them would you put it? Uh, clarifying question. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> bitch. Yes, Ted. Does it only? It can only be one person. It's one person. Yeah, it's not like an army of. Wow, people. I, I didn't. I did not anticipate the problem with that question being the fact that you could only do it to one person. I didn't know that was where the problem was going to come in. Yeah, this isn't like the Holocaust. We're not <laughs> doing millions of people with fucking tattoos on their arms. I'm going to say that's a bad analogy, sir. Probably plenty of other mass gatherings we could have used. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. Mass gatherings, were, <laughs> mass gatherings where people tattoo each yeah, other. Yeah, like Occupy Wall Street. Millions of people, uh, rather than the Holocaust. Perhaps. No, I'm sticking to my answer. Are you okay? Yeah, dying on that hill. Uh, <clears throat> so, does this have to be? Is this a serious? Is this the serious thing? Do I have to answer seriously? Well, okay. So to echo the sentiment of Impractical Jokers, they, yeah. um, if you haven't seen the show. They basically give each other challenges out in public and see who can embarrass each other the most. They tell each other through earbuds um, to do certain things uh, in public, and if they do it, they pass. If they don't, they lose. And after four or five different challenges, the four guys, whoever has the most thumbs down, um, has to be punished. And the other three remaining think of something that would be absolutely horrible for this guy, and they have no choice and absolutely have to do it. One of the times, actually several times, um, the guys that lost, the remaining challengers, uh, jokers, came up with a tattoo that they, because they lost, they had to get on their body. Now, some people might say, well, you could just not do it. Well, they all came to an agreement, the four of them, they've been friends since high, since high school, that if one of the members refuses a punishment, not the actual challenges, those can be refused, but if you refuse a punishment, you're off the show. Yeah. So that's those are the stakes. So in that, they came up with a couple times where they've tattooed each other. Uh, they've taken someone as a punishment to a tattoo parlor, and they picked a tattoo, and the person had no clue what it was. So that being said, it can be a joke. It can be serious, however you want to interpret it. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, there's so many things to choose from. I know. And so many people. Um, I So I was just editing the podcast from last week recently. I've been doing a lot of that this week, trying to get caught up. Um, Todd, can you do, yes, me, do me a favor and tell the quick story? Because I feel like it was touched on last weekend, but you didn't really go into big detail about it. Can you tell the story about the uh, injury that you caused during uh, a practice while we were at Alma? <laughs> <laughs> How did we get from tattooing people to? Uh, uh, I'm going to bring it full circle. Story. I just know. I just need you to to, to lay waiting. the foundation. So, sure to, so if you could tell the story. And when Todd went down, the back of his jersey lifted up, and I saw the butterfly on the nape of his back. <laughs> if you could, <laughs> if you could just just tell the story, man, then I'll I'll yeah. finish it up with my with my pick for the question. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So and, and this it, it feels a little self serving. So I feel bad that you're having me tell this no, story. No, it but totally is. True, true, truly. Uh, again, I love football. Played football. Uh, 
And uh, probably the best hit, and this is where I was going after Corey a bit, the best hit that I've ever experienced or been a part of was actually during a practice uh, where we were blocking a, a blitzing defensive end. And uh, Randy Kiker on our uh, college football team uh, was was blitzing, and I, had, and I had the assignment to pick him up in the backfield. And I got the perfect like three-step start. And Randy, because he liked to have uh, – he wanted. He had a mask on that had uh, extra, uh, like it, was, it looked very much like a quarterback's mask, a little bit deeper at the bottom. But uh, so he, he didn't have any bars in the in the front, so it wasn't like a trap. And uh, I hit him so perfectly with a block that I opened up his mask, broke his nose, smashed it flat against his face, and knocked him completely unconscious <laughs> in three steps. Uh, it was one of the most amazing feelings ever because when I right when it happened, I'm like. That was awesome. I didn't know <laughs> that he was unconscious. His nose had been mashed to mush uh, on his face. Uh, but uh, that's the story. Uh, thank you for that. So to 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 piggy tail off of that and close out my oh, answer God. to the question, I would I would ask Randy Kiker to get a tattoo of his face with the broken nose, blood spurting, and everything, with the helmet with number thirty two crashing right into it. Yeah, yeah, that's my answer. You would put it on Todd, you said? No, on Randy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) much in the spirit of the impractical jokers, like you got to kind of own what happened. Gotcha. Yeah, fair enough. If I if I put it on Todd, I feel like it would be more like a punishment, like punitive. That would that would definitely be a punishment. Yeah, but this is more like a badge of honor. Like, oh, this guy, my best friend, when I was in college, broke my nose. I don't know if you guys are best friends, but. I know. I know you were we, friends. We're, we're Facebook buddies still. Yeah, best friends in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, I trimmed my Facebook list, <laughs> so it's, it says something. He's still on that list. Now I know why you're not on my Facebook feed anymore. So was that a, <laughs> was that an acceptable answer to that question? I love it. Yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah. Okay. So Todd, how about you, buddy? Well, Nick, you and I are boys. You know that, right? Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> that, but, that's a great start. You are my target. Okay. New York Jets tattoo on your neck. <laughs> wow. Son of a bitch. That's a bold move. <laughs> on the back of the neck? Nope. Side tat. Right on the side. like a, So side, people can see yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, a side tat. Like a prison tat. One. He'd have to yeah. grow his hair side out neck. to cover it up. Turtle, oh, always turtlenecks. <laughs> beneath the beard line. Wow! Wow! That's upsetting. And New York Jets. Why? Why the Jets? You want to go with one of the, the one of the losingest teams? Okay. Hey, let's not make too big a fun on the Jets tats. <laughs> oh, why? Doesn't uh, oh Pat? Th- yeah. Oh yeah. No, but he, he would he would be the first one to go like, oh, they suck. They yeah, they're horrible. Yeah, I know, and, and he does love them, but st- yeah, still that's. But he's like every, let's, like every Lions fan. I mean. Uh, it's very rare, I think, to talk to someone who's like, "No, man, they're they're going to turn around." Like, I really love their chances. Like every Lions fan's like, "Yeah, I don't see it." You know, <laughs> I'll watch the first game, but after that, like, nah, we're throwing in the towel. It's not even worth it. You, you know, what I was going to do. I was going to do TT for TT. Yeah, on, the towel tortoise, uh, and I was going to make it a tramp tramp stamp. <laughs> the towel tortoise. Jokes on you, bud. I already tra- got it in that tramp t- tramp stamp spot. That's why I was asking if I could do multiples. Already have. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's a good question because there's so many different people that I would. Yeah, and yet uh, Todd picked me. So Corey, uh, what's, what's yours, honored. buddy? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I would definitely have to go with Bob and a box of the fa- the infamous pink Voodoo Donuts box. Oh yeah, from Portland. <laughs> Just the box. Well, it's full of donuts, I assume, right? See, that's a, we'd have to work on that because I the, would they be the, flying through the air? Now, oh, I, see, now Nick's on. Uh, by the way, that was a bag. I didn't throw a box. I threw a bag. No, but but the box is iconic, so people would know that pink box. Yeah, yeah when, that's fair. When you half open with a Cheerio donut in it. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh no, that Cheerio, that Cheerio fruit loops. No, fruit loops donut. dude, we it would it would have to be the big uh, um, eclair penis that they made. <laughs> I I am one hundred percent confident. I did not buy that donut. <laughs> it was not in the bag I threw. I am. 200% sure. Now, hold on. You, I mean, I, I guess this is your tattoo to give me, but. <laughs> I am 200% sure you actually did buy that donut, sir. Uh, why would I buy that? I didn't buy it. I yes, hate eclairs. You, you bought you bought the penis donut. That was one of the ones that was came out Was it a of joke? Did I buy it as a joke? Uh, I think it was funny to you at the time, yeah. All right. Maybe you not as funny as yelling at homeless people, but. Were you, were you handling it like you handle a banana? Oh, no. This is much, far too. Far, far more aggressive. Too, I threw it against the wall. Too girthy. He couldn't get it all down at once. <laughs> I threw that bitch down the hallway. Yeah, that was that was one of the donuts in that bag. Was the, was the penis donut? Man, wow, missed opportunities. But right, right on your uh, your ass cheek. On my ass cheek. Yep, that's fine. I could do that. I feel like that wouldn't be too painful. Oh, you'd be all right. You got enough fat there. Oh yeah. So, so for mine it <laughs> would. Ass. Yeah. For mine it would be uh, it would be Corey. We gotta we gotta come full circle here. It would be the back of his right calf, and it would be a very whimsical but glorious windswept photo of Jeffrey Lebowski in a robe drinking some half and half. And that's what it would be. Uh, of let's go, it, let's go get that right of now. The du- of the dude? <laughs> of the dude? Or of, or of Corey? Jeffrey Lebowski, the dude. So, okay, so it's a picture of Jeff Bridges, basically. You're yes. paying. Yes. Okay. These people have to pay for it, right? Sure. I don't know I if that, that was stated, but let's make that part of it. And <laughs> we're, we're, we're cutting the podcast short. <laughs> we're gonna go find the nearest tattoo parlor, and uh, we're gonna get this shit done. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Somebody give me their Venmo address so I can get uh, Nick his Jets tattoo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey Todd, as soon as Nick paid, I just knocked his ass out, and they put the tattoo on it. <laughs> as soon as Todd yeah. sends the money, I'll, I'll definitely immediately go and get that. Can, can I can can I, can you indulge me in a little bit of a distraction? Uh, th- th- this this that question actually uh, it reminds me of one of my my favorite trips uh, to uh, Europe. I actually flew to uh, toot, toot. to Ireland uh, uh, years ago, and uh, I exhausted. I'd, I'd, fl- I'd flown to Ireland by way of uh, India, uh, and so I've been in the air for quite a while. And, uh, I, was he was I couldn't that. sleep when I got to my hotel room, and, and there was a Those show two. in Europe uh, that was based on people who fix like failed tattoos. I don't remember the name of it. It was, but it was a very much a European uh, show. And someone, uh, the one, the, my, and they were showing all these, like uh, these different people who got tattoos when they were either drunk or whatever. And these, this, this company actually, they would, they had three professional tattoo artists and a really saucy uh, receptionist who. They would come in and each one would say, hey, I think I can, I have a creative idea. And they would pitch their idea to fix an offensive tattoo. 
Uh, but my favorite thing was there's these two guys who had all these really, really brilliant tattoos uh, of all the places they had been. And uh, these two brothers, uh, they, they both would get a tattoo every place they visited. So they had really, really ornate tattoos from like New York City, uh, from Paris, uh, the Eiffel Tower, like really ornate, big tattoos. And these guys are spending like real coin. Uh, but they went to Thailand and one of the brothers got so drunk uh, off. I don't They drank some kind of some kind of mixture that's very special to Thailand. And I guess the guy passed out drunk for like three days. Uh, and while he was passed out, his brother got to have a tattoo of the nation of Thailand, the map with this, the, with Bangkok at the center around his asshole. Nice. <laughs> so, so they tattooed the inside of his ass cheeks and his, and it was the, 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 with Bangkok being his asshole. And literally they're like, I didn't even think it was legal to tattoo. That's right. We do. Yeah. We did talk about this. Was, was the company called rethink your ink? <laughs> no, it's called that, that, I stayed up, dude. I I had flown for like eighteen hours that day, and I had a, I had like a nine in the morning meeting, and I stayed up until seven twenty five until I had to jump in the shower watching this show. Just all the tattoo fails that people had, had done, uh, <laughs> amazing. But sorry, sorry maybe, to, maybe to digress. But may, uh, yeah, maybe it was maybe it was re ink your stink. <laughs> 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 How to follow One that? Of the best shows ever. Oh man! I don't know why, well, Todd, but you sounded crystal clear through that entire story—the clearest I think I've heard you in weeks. Well, that's yeah, because you guys get your shit fixed on your end. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we must have. <laughs> we must have. I don't know. It's all those. I've been gone. It's all those uh, baritone uh, sound waves coming over the mountains. Cleared out the pipes. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Uh, you guys want to do a little lightning round before we take a break? Yep. Most oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. So, uh, leaving off, I think I got everyone that you asked last week. Cool. So, um, Todd, bread, pasta, yes, sir. bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Ooh. The, the lightning round, Todd. That means quick. Potatoes. Jesus Christ. Corey. Potatoes. Nick. Bread. I got a bread. I would love a piece of bread right now. <laughs> I'm, sure <you'll> love <laughs> bread. I'm sure any food would be no, good right now. No, if you put a bowl of rice in front of me, you'd be like, all right, I guess. Yeah, so uh, just now, so you, what if I put some sweet and sour chicken in there? Right? Just, oh, now we're talking. Just so you know, I could take, it would probably take me about five, five solid minutes. I've yeah. got a bread maker to throw about five ingredients in there. And fill this house with the most yeasty smelling fresh bread in the whole world. I would immediately leave. <laughs> <laughs> I say on the break we do that. I would squeal my ass out of your driveway so fast. <laughs> hang, hang on, that's so a bread maker. You could also bring that down here and set it up down here. I have, not? I have before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will. I will end this podcast early. Crap <laughs> lightning round. Let's do that. Let's take the bread. Lightning round. Question. Throw it away. <laughs> it's a. Why is it a crap question? Because I, I, I'm like waffle, I'm vacillating. Like I do like bread as well, and I like rice. Yeah, but that's the point of lightning round. Like you have to, you know, John in the spot, come up with it. I did it. Well, there you go. So, so why are we and bitching about it now, Todd? Todd, Todd, I like pancakes and hand jobs. But if I had to get rid of one, we're definitely getting rid of hand jobs. <laughs> Todd, a jug of wine, a loaf of bread, and now. I mean, that's the way you got to go. 
It's what they've been doing since the dawn of time. I'll, I'll tell you what, Todd. I'm gonna. So from now on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you last. It'll, it's gonna be okay. time to digest it, mull it over, think about it, and formulate your answer. Okay. All right. Perfect. So Corey, best sandwich. Uh, turkey Reuben. Okay. Nick. Oh God. I don't come back around. I gotta think. Uh, oh. All right. So no, no, no. Never mind. The whole point never, is to not. Sh- I, I, but I don't know. There's too many things. Um, I would say the best sandwich is going to be a uh, New England lobster roll. Ooh. Ooh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I'll give you what my answer was going to be. You could, you, yeah. you could have my peanut butter and jelly, if you want. No. Didn't, <laughs> didn't hold on. No. Didn't we do something similar to this at one point in time? I think we did. And it's we been a while. And we said that the other per- people of the podcast had to bring the stuff for that sandwich for the other person, and we never ended up doing no. that. We probably put that at the bottom of the list of things that we said that we were going to do. But yeah, never have. Yeah, that yeah. list is long because I remember I ended up picking the um, from Sibley Gardens the steak Sammy the third, and it was like. Medall- no, it was what we, the, our favorite sandwich. Yeah, and whatever you said, you had to bring and share with the group. With everybody, okay. and, and you guys picked something stupid like fucking peanut butter and jelly, and then I picked, <laughs> I picked this steak Sammy, which they're you know they're like twenty some dollars a, a sandwich, and I'm like, and we're like, all right, so next week we're gonna bring all these, and we're each gonna try one, and I'm like, no, we're not. But you actually <laughs> went out and bought all the shit for your sandwich. No. Oh, okay. Well, then what are you bitching about? <laughs> you didn't fall through it's either. It's fine then. We didn't do oh, it. Fuck's sake. Uh, t- I got to go with that that Thanksgiving sandwich. The Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh my god! From D'Angelo's. D'Angelo's in uh, Todd, Massachusetts. Yeah. Todd, you should not have yeah. waited. Best fucking sandwich I ever had. That, it's amazing. Not the Thanksgiving sandwich from Friends with uh, the with the moist maker in between. No, no. This is a sub with turkey and stuffing. And dressing cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce with a yeah. container of brown gravy to dip it in, all in a sub. Yeah. I think unbelievable. I, I think Bad the ass. the one where Ross went nuts. He said that every thanks every yeah. Thanksgiving, um, his mom used to make Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches, and it was stuffing and turkey and a piece of some cranberry, a little bit of cranberry, but uh, a piece of gravy soaked bread in between. That's that, the moist that he called the moist maker, <laughs> and one of his colleagues, one idea. of his colleagues, found it in the fridge and ate it, and it was the last of the Thanksgiving turkey. And he he lost his he lost his mind. <laughs> and I who remember, wouldn't? I remember that who episode. <laughs> I, yeah. I forgot what the sandwich was though, but you're absolutely right. That, yeah, it was. It was the Thanksgiving leftover sandwich, and he's like, oh. "I'm sorry, did you confuse it with your sandwich that had a moist maker in between?" <laughs> and he goes, "Well, if you look, there still might be some of it left in the trash. It was a pretty big sandwich." He's like, "You." You you threw my sandwich in the trash. <laughs> so sorry, Nick. Did you say the steak, Sammy? No, I ended up saying the uh, a, lo- a New England lobster. New lobster. Roll. All right, Todd. That leaves you, buddy. Yeah, this is a hard one, but I'm gonna. Jesus, you know what? I'm gonna go last, Todd. I know because there's so many great sandwiches, but I, I'm gonna say uh, actually the perfect BLT. That was. Cool quick enough jesus I guess. christ that took you that long to come up with the blt well because i was dude every sandwich that was named is fabulous and uh by the way i was my my toss-up was any uh new york real new york deli uh corned beef and pastrami the double whammy like carnegie yeah yeah, yeah. 
that or uh, canters. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why didn't you say that? But like I said, but I said BLT because I do that, dude. If you have a, if you have a really nice BLT, I'll take that. I could, I could. That would be my one sandwich if I had to have it forever. Right. What is the one with a uh, with a Z? The the deli. Not Zorba's, uh, Zingerman's. Zing, is, yeah, is it, yeah, yeah, Zingerman's. Yeah, Arbor. Bob, yeah. Bob and I have been there. Yeah, no, I've, I've yeah. been there as well. Not Zingerman's, but the the place in New York. Oh, oh. I don't. I have no um, idea. I can find out. Yeah, that. yeah. Look it up because it's. Why, yeah, while you're looking it up, um, maybe we can get another question yep. before we take a break. Uh, Nick, what what is the one thing you own that you should really throw out? One thing I own that I should really throw out. Um, Probably old toys. Okay. Yeah. Todd? I thought it was going last. My 17th TV. Well, Corey's looking up. Uh, yes. Actually, yes. I have a 21-inch TV in the uh, bonus room that I haven't parted ways with. Is it is an old TV? Or it's just like, <laughs> I, I got too many. It the, it, it, no, no, it's an old TV. It's a 21-inch but it was, it was one of the, the very first generation uh, 1080p uh, flat screen uh, LCDs. Oh, yeah. Throw that bitch in the trash. No yeah. point in keeping that. I hate to, to ride it's 21 on, inches. Hate to ride on the coattails of that, but we have a, a huge Sony uh, deep uh, tube TV downstairs. When, uh, you remember when Sony, the Sony Vios first came out? Yeah. yeah, they were flat yeah. screened. Yeah, they still had the huge tube behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they weigh I had a four, couple of those. They weigh four thousand pounds. Yeah. yeah, and Danielle's brothers apparently one day came over and dragged it into our basement somehow, and now it's down there. And I've I've tried to even move it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not good. This TV's staying with this house. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be buried in this basement because there's no way we're ever getting it out of there. How her brothers even got it down there, I have no clue. Dude, there there are so many companies. Uh, Mike just, um, we went to um, Angie's List, and um, I, I set him up with that, and there was a company, there were literally 10 guys that came out, um, and they were all veterans, and it was some veteran moving company. They had great reviews. They come in with blankets and hand trucks and all kinds of shit, and they have like a whole system down. And something like that, they might charge you 150 bucks or something, and they would fucking take it right out of the house. I'd rather go spend that money on a chainsaw and just cut that bitch <laughs> out of the yeah. basement yeah. and take it out piece by piece. We, yeah. We had the same thing. Hey, videotape that. Oh, 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 Todd, you guys would be invited. <laughs> and that, that'd be a celebration. Uh, cats Deli is what you're thinking of? No. no? Z. Begins with a Z. Well, it had a Z in it, so I was... was a, <laughs> C-A-T-Z? <laughs> no, K-A-T-Z. Okay, I hate that. Zabars? Yes. There you go. Yep, Zabars, yeah. Zabars. Yep. Yes, Zabars, yep. Have you been there before? No, 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 I've never been to New York, but but, uh, but I've ordered, uh, like, as gift, like, uh, this guy got me, um, one of my old captains had got me a job at some a new place, and uh, I saw an advertisement for Zabars, and apparently it's a really cool deli in New York, and I sent him like a hundred fifty dollar gift basket because I said, you know, I appreciate the, the help. You, that's funny you mentioned that. Did you send it from Zabar's? Because they will send gift baskets. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went online. They sent it to his house. 
Yeah, I, was, I just pulled up their website. And they, oh, dude, they got salmon and everything? That's, yeah, they, I, it would have been hilarious if he had gone through that whole thing. But like, no, just in a regular gift basket. Yeah, it had my, nothing it, to do with Zaybars. I'm like, oh, he just got him a gift basket. You should have got him one from Zaybars. I mean, all the time that you spent looking for that, it'd be like, no, no, that had nothing to do fruits with Fruits and festive nuts. Yeah, I just said a fruits and festive nuts. It was July. It's a great deal, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's one thing I own that I should really throw out? I, th- I think it'd probably be uh, all those goddamn Star Wars toys that are in my basement. No! Excuse me? Yeah, what? Yeah. That's what you would throw out? Yeah, Bob, I don't. hang yeah. on, hang yeah. on, hang on. Whoa. They're, they're not, they're, they're not hey. worth anything. It's not worth the trouble. You went from losing all those toys when you were a child that, you, that yeah. your mom threw away, yeah. that were, were stowed away at one point, and right. now are no longer. And you've kind of regained a little bit of that collection. I understand they're not the ones from your childhood, but you've regained a little bit of it in your adult years. You well, would, you would turn around and rethrow that out. No, uh, I should clarify. It would all, it would be all the newer stuff, like all the all the stuff that was like post nineteen ninety nine. Let me pose another question yeah. to you then. Like if, like Obi Wan Earlobi. That's if, yeah exactly. So if if you're gonna throw all the you've newer stuff it. out, yeah. You don't think that you'd ever want to leave that for your kids? And my it, my kids are twenty twenty. <laughs> they've already said I don't give a fuck about any of those things. I, wow. get, I, I get it, but I I know they yeah. don't. But didn't didn't you and your son like argue over uh, what photo of Dick Van Dyke to put on the wall? It wasn't Dick Van Dyke. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Rod Serling. It was Rod yeah, Serling. Rod Serling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Six of yeah, one. That's still, still an ongoing debate, by the way. So, yeah, he cares more about that than... And, and you know what? It's fine. You'll find this out, Corey. You want, no, you want certain I'll, things I'll for your... i force that upon my kids. You want certain things for your kids, and you hope that like they like the things that you like, that they get excited about the things that excited you. And when they don't, it's a big blow that you have to figure out how to deal with. You know, they don't, they, And you show it to them, you try to get them interested, and they could give less than a shit about it. So, so yeah, I would keep all the ones that were... Like the ones from my childhood that I amassed, like, and, right. and I got a shitload of trading cards. Like that didn't take up any space. But all these figures, where it's like, you know, it's it's a big box, and I've, probably, I've got like dozens and dozens and dozens. Of wow. They they all need. They Maybe all you should go. invite Corey over with his Funkos, and you guys can play. Well, the funny thing is, I I Cecilia said something about well, you you could sell those. You that. put them on eBay. <laughs> of course, mine doesn't. Mine don't have any weapons. This isn't fair. <laughs> and I'm like. So I started looking up the value. I'm like, I wonder if they are worth. No, 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 no they're not. nothing. There, a lot of them. A lot of them I bought like right in '99 when the. I was gonna say, that, yeah, those you won't so, see value on so for those, some years. But those I left the price tag on because the, the box has never been opened. And when you look at eBay, that price, same price on eBay. Yeah, right. but but think about um, Corey's Corey's Princess Diabini baby. That's that's worth a lot today. I do not have a Princess Diabini. <laughs> Corey. Baby. It's okay. Okay, it's a fun, it's a Funko Princess die. Oh, there you go. But I I wish I, I wish we did. That'd be Dude, we were cleaning out uh Danielle's parents' old nope, house. Nope, there's no Funko this segment. Sorry. <laughs> it's not Funko. This is Beanie Baby. Sorry. And w- we came across a Princess Diana one that she knew she had. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was the it wasn't the original. It was a, a repop of it from It was years uh, later. it was a stick that was a whittled re- from a neighborhood child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had something I was going to say, and you fucking <laughs> derailed it with that joke. Did you? Sorry. So I, I think Corey, you're the last one because you were looking up stuff. So what's 
one thing that you. No, it was that t- that big fucking TV down. The oh, that was it. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh that yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now I know what button to hit for the interlude music. Hey, we're we're gonna take a break for about fifteen minutes. But if you are listening to us on streaming services, uh, it's only gonna be thirty seconds. So you got time to run, get a drink, and then come right back. Back to episode 144 for Schnozcast. Thanks for sticking with us. Or jo- where were you the first half? You just showed up now? All right, that's fine. Um, we'll accept. Yeah. Begrudgingly take the new listeners. Todd, back on? Word. Hey, Todd, Dylan, uh, there's a video hey, here that you shot over to Corey. Which, uh, I did. It's going to pull up on the screen here. You want to either narrate or preface this with uh, telling us what it is? So as, as some, some of you know, I've actually, uh, you kind of dipped a toe into being a farmer uh, on the side. And uh, so this video is the funniest thing. I have uh, six chicks that I am uh, raising. Uh, we want, we're going to have, have our own uh, egg-laying hens here at the Dillon Estate. Uh, and so you can click the thing. That's uh, Bo's big face. And by the way, Bo's five months old and he registers 80, 82 pounds as of today. Uh, he's the fastest growing dog we've ever had. But the funny thing is Bo sticks his head in there and the chickens don't run away. I'm the feeder and waterer and keeper of clean uh, bedding in there. <laughs> and I put my hand in there and they scatter like freaking I'm the boogeyman every time I go near uh, their uh, their little box. Uh, but Bo is uh, allowed to stick his whole face in there and touch them. And I'm like, one of us is actually trying to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a ch- maybe he's a chicken herding dog. He's a chicken magnet. <laughs> wow! I, I think it's the funniest thing though. I, I have a five month old puppy with no impulse control, sticking his head into a bin full of baby chicks, uh, and he's controlling himself, which is amazing. That is, uh, and the chickens aren't afraid of him. Uh, but like I said, I'm the feeder, so I figured that, and I try and handle them. Uh, I've had them for about two and a half weeks now, thinking that they'll get used to me. And every time I stick my hand in there, they scatter like freaking death is on the way. Todd, <laughs> go ahead, Corey. Oh, I was just—it is impressive that he hasn't. He because I thought that's the way the video was going to go. That all of a sudden it was going to be a dog sucking off a bunch of little baby chickens. Uh, that's what that's what you thought. I, no, when he when he sent it, I opened it up. I was that's looking, what like, that's what you do. I'm like, oh, the- this is, I'm like, this is about to go real bad. <laughs> And then it stopped, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay. Uh, but right. do, you, do, you, do you think you'll be able to, to bond at least a couple of the chickens with the dog? And so they're, like, growing up together, and they're best of friends. And That's that's why we got the chickens this at this age. And, we, and Bo, we, and originally we had planned to do this with uh, Jackson before he passed away because he was such a gentle soul. And uh, so, yeah, we got the chickens now so that we could bond them together. And it looks like they already have because he would if he could he would uh, he would get in there with them. The the other cool thing is so there's he every now and again he'll slip away and I'm like oh no where's Bo and I'm thinking he's up there and he's either tipped something over or, or eating one of them. And the sound that they make 
uh, is actually pretty soothing, uh, the chicks. And so I'll catch him up there taking a nap. He'll sit up there and, and take a nap. And then Bo and I have this really, really awesome ritual. At the end of the night, every night before I go to bed, I walk up to uh, check in on him, make sure that everybody's healthy and that the temperature is good and that their water is clean before I go to bed. And uh, I, I, and usually everybody's kind of passed out uh, downstairs. Uh, and I sneak upstairs to do that. And Bo will inevitably come up with me. And what's cool is I'm like, all right, buddy, uh, the chickens are all good. The water's changed. And I can sneak through that room and go into my master bedroom. Uh, but uh, Bo and we will both kind of walk away together. And Bo will go back downstairs and sleep downstairs while I go to my bedroom. So it's pretty cool. We got a cool little chicken ritual going. So uh, to speak from experience, um, when I had chickens, uh, I, I often told like my family members when I when I was raising chicks that um, you know I, they literally the first thing they saw coming out of the shell was me. I fed them, I changed the bedding, I did everything, and up until they were grown chickens, they I, I would even go go into the room and they would all but almost kill themselves trying to get away. Like fly fly into walls, they would fly into each other. Like it, it was as if like it was the apocalypse. Like the room was on fire, and they were like, "Oh, we got to do something." And and I'm and I remember screaming at them. I'm like, "You fucking idiots!" That's why they were for, for for all you know, I'm your mother. Like you, this is the first thing you saw in this world. I'm taking care of you. I I do everything, and you still go batshit fucking crazy like when i when i go even near the cage i'm like you fucking idiots so that's one and then two the second uh my buddy who had chickens on his farm told me one time he's like yeah he's like six foot four was this gentle giant he's like yeah i lost one of the chicks last night i'm like why well i just put a little chicken wire around them and uh i came out and one of them was lying in the cage without a head I don't like that guy. I go. I just yeah. I just met him and I don't, yeah. I don't like him. I go. Yeah, mm. he's he wasn't a likable person. But I said, I said he had no head. So apparently they would stick their head out of the chicken wire, and a hawk or an owl came down and fucking ripped it off and ate it from yeah. being outside. So you may want to have like a prison does and have that little uh, fence where like the guards can drive around right on the outside of the actual fence because uh, the fence within the fence. Yeah, because that may happen. What? So actually, so so you guys haven't seen the the coop chicken coop Taj Mahal that's been built on the on the estate. So they have they have they have their fully covered, fully hawk proof. Todd, uh, Todd I, I really hate yeah. to cut you off here, um, but you missed a huge chance there to name the Coupe de Ville. <laughs> I wouldn't say you missed it. Todd. Yes, you did, Todd. Yeah, yeah. Mary's got designs on a different name for the coop, but. Uh, no, we, we, we have that covered. Plus, actually, I have uh, we have hawks and owls and everything, all manner of other uh, birds of prey uh, around my house quite a bit. But I I have found the perfect deterrent, which is also fun for me. Uh, hawks and owls and other birds of prey do not like my drone, uh, and I can chase them and uh, actually fly as fast or faster than many of them. <laughs> so. Some pretty bitching videos out there of them of birds like that catching drones like yours. That would suck so I mean, bad, wouldn't it? But it's cool though. Wouldn't it? It be, would be a sweet yeah. video if you could recover it. Wouldn't it be the Coupe de Dill? 
I mean, wouldn't that, be, wouldn't that yeah. be better? I see that one stuck with you. He was just waiting for it. like, pretty soon I'm going to get it. I'm patient. I'm a patient man. I'm just saying. So yeah, but, this Todd, is my this is my first foray into chickens, and uh, it's been a pretty interesting ride. But so Todd, so you're you're deterrent for the hawks. So you have to just what buy a fleet of drones and just be out there twenty four seven. No, 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 no. They, they, the the chicken coop has its own attached run that they can go into that is hawk proof. Yeah. Uh, and I figure when I let them out to to free range in the rest of the garden area, which is fenced and has an electric thing. Uh, I can, I will likely just, I can actually just fly the drone at about 30 feet and have it hovering. The Hawks do not like that drone. It makes enough noise. I bet the chickens uh, love it. as big as they are. (laughs) So, so Todd, a little pro tip. Um, you may, uh, I'm assuming if it's a, uh, you know, Coop DeVille of, of, um, Coops. Okay. That's enough with Coop. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not being punny. I'm, I'm saying that. Um, it, it has like the brooding boxes inside, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So, um, you can actually buy fake eggs. Um, and it, I know I already, already ordered it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it, it encourages them to brood where, or to lay the eggs where you want them to. Yeah, exactly. They, Cause they'll lay them on the floor of the rest. Yep. Yep. Cool. I read the book. Oh, I'm, I didn't I'm know there was a book. Dude, I read, I, I, <laughs> dude, I've read more chicken books and watched more chicken videos in the last little while. <laughs> okay, and I've been terrified that I'm going to lose one. I mean, you're going to lose one. I was going to say that's inevitable, but yeah. Why am I going to lose one? What book was that, Todd? Because they're little chicks, and you and you let your dog stick his face in their cage. You're going to lose one. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I put money. No, on I'm it. not. What 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 was the book that you read? There's all manner of chicken books, man. Chicken, how, chicken, chicken, chicken magazine. How do chicken for dummies? Chicken magazine. Chicken magazine. Chicken so let, let me, okay, let me back. Chicken eggs for the soul? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Hanging on in an audio podcast is what we yeah, really want to do. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is called uh, Chickens 101. <laughs> he is holding Chickens up 101. It's, proof. If, you're, if you're watching at home, it's on the, it's on the video. I've been uh, doing my research. I know about chickens. <laughs> I know about chickens. There was a, a legit do. magazine I'm, held up to the exactly. camera that said Chickens 101. <laughs> <laughs> so, Todd, um, about how yes, old are, did you hatch them or did you buy them? I didn't hatch them. So in two weeks, I have another another seven showing up. That's a different story. But uh, I did not hatch them. They were I'm sorry. You broke up right there. What's that? They were one and two year two week olds when I got them two weeks ago. Now, are they a and specific breed a new, or, of chicken? Or are they actual like are they guineas? Like, no, I have uh, two Easter eggers. Oh, nice. Uh, two two lavender Orpen, Orpingtons, uh-huh. which laid really dark brown eggs. Yep, and yep. two blue copper marins. I'm not familiar with those, but the Easter no, eggers. No, actually, um, uh. Jen and Al posted today uh, on Facebook like a whole basket of what looked like dyed Easter eggs in different colors, and they were from Easter egging chickens that lay different color, like lavender, uh, yellow, pink, like all different color eggs. So all different colors, yeah. yeah. And I have and in, in, in two weeks, I'll receive two black giants, which are Jersey giant chickens, uh, two barred rock chickens, and tr- and two blue. Andalusians. Ooh, and, and then and the Andalusian. funny thing is, I didn't. 
And Andalusian Go blue. Ahead. That's good. That's nice. And, and the funny thing is, I forgot this. So I got I signed up for all the vaccinations and all this other stuff. And since I bought all the bells and whistles on these these chicks, the, the, these guys will show up uh, two days old uh, when I get these. Uh, but the funny thing is, again, and one free mystery chick. Oh, that's always fun. <laughs> and the scary bit is unsexed. I don't eat any roosters. That's been my the thing is because we're not using them. For, we're not uh, uh, growing them for meat. We're growing them just for eggs. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna get a so you know. The funny thing is, and with my, my young ones, I'm like, there's a chance that some of these are roosters too. So I'll probably have like 15 roosters lying around here. <laughs> yeah, you, you might because That's I... when you lose one or two. I, <laughs> I got a bunch of eggs from a farm and I hatched them. And I found out very soon that most of them are roosters. 60-40, <laughs> baby. Yep. That's good that we caught up on... And that's and farming news. Our, ch- our chickening. <laughs> yeah. That's that's excellent talk with Todd Dillon. No, Smooth it's the MF balls. and cream. No, it's the MF and gentlemen's cream. Man. Oh. Done. <laughs> Sorry we had to move on, fellas. Yeah, yeah. I love From it. From the chicken talk. Yeah. Um, I feel like I always start with Todd, although other people feel like Todd never goes first, but I feel like I call on you first every time. I'm happy. I'm happy to do it. Um, Corey. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just said. All right, Corey, you had to watch a Queen's Gambit. I don't know who sent it to you. From Krabby. Okay. So the Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Um, I'm going to give a very, very quick synopsis here. Uh, Orphan learns how to play chess. Uh, she gets her period, and then she plays more chess. <laughs> wow wow a critically acclaimed series and dude says it sucks ass <laughs> my final thoughts on the movie or the series if you like chess definitely watch it i watched about three episodes of that and i'm like okay i can't i can't see where this is going to go any further so i got four in and i was struggling <laughs> starts off insanely slow insanely slow picks up a little bit a little bit a little bit and then this this i today here after giving the review done with it yeah i feel the same way okay how many wow. how many episodes i haven't watched it four you watch four yeah are they hour-long episodes no no i i watched four episodes yeah aren't they hour-long episodes uh no are they i, I can't remember it's been a i thought they were oh then well then i watched way too much you did yeah. you didn't have to watch it you have a habit of doing that I do, uh, but I like to be. Committed. You watch way more than you have to, and you come back saying it was the absolute worst. Yeah, no, or like <laughs> that I, is true. He consistently just hate the things he watches a lot of. No, like ballers. I, I, I'll, Corey's a I, hurt. I just finished that yesterday, or last night, as a matter of Corey's fact. Corey's a hurt so good kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. He is. Remember with Lost? Remember he's been going to watch yeah. fucking five seasons. Yeah. Just to prove <laughs> that were, it was all awful. Just to it prove was. that I hated it. <laughs> it was. It was thirty-seven hours rules. of television. No, and, and and I'm not saying it's a horrible, horrible series. I, I it just it didn't have its place for me. Uh, as you know, can, clearly can I ask a question? Yes. Why did you have to? Because I I'm a chess guy, so I like chess. I'm not very good at chess. I'm not a student of the chess game. But why do you have to like chess to like it? Can you? Expound a little bit on that. Uh, no, I mean you don't have to. That that's just it. That's what it's 
based around and probably about. helps if you don't hate chess. Oh, I mean, dude, again, if you if you were a huge fan of chess, like this, yeah. this is probably maybe I, I I don't know for sure. So I'm going to say there might be five other movies out there that are solely based around chess, and that's not fact. That's just my my thinking. Uh, there's got to be other movies or series out there based around chess. If not, then this is your holy grail. They, someone finally made a series revolving around the game of chess. I mean, it, it's okay. Like, it's kind of riveting, like, in the first couple episodes, but it doesn't seem like that they they can really do much more because, I mean, I've never played chess, and I guess if you really liked it, I mean, it, the whole show is based on this girl basically trained um who has a mind for chess she's like a savant and and she is doing fantastic at it and knows the you know Kropuski attack and all this other crap and and there's a lot of chess terms and shit and but beyond that I mean maybe I'm not doing it justice because I didn't watch it beyond that but it was just I'm like okay yeah I, I get it. it it could have been like an hour and 30 minute movie and I probably would have been like yeah this is cool but as a series yeah. no very, very I'm curious because again, I don't know any of the moves. I, I know how, it's funny. I, one of the things to that, that I want to do as a as, as a thing with my my little brother from Big Brothers Big Sisters is we've been doing very much media things, right? Movies and things like that. I was going to teach him how to play chess, and, and if he knows how to play with him, because I'm not, you know, I don't know any of the moves. I know I know the rules of the game. But I know that it, again, it's a it's a thinking person's kind of. And I was wondering, is it highbrow? But if you're, I think Nick, you actually probably laid the thing. If if you need to know like the 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 key strategies and different approaches and which one defeats the other, then maybe it's it's not much. But I, but I've been curious to watch it because it got so many awards. But I was like, I don't well, care about the awards, and, and I'm not a chess diva. I know I know how to play. If you set up a board, I know what what pawns can do, what rooks can do, what bishops can do kings and queens can do but otherwise i'm like i just know how that and then I, i'm playing checkers and it, it wouldn't be lost upon you if you didn't know like all the strategies and everything like you'd still be able to get through the series mm-hmm. uh and I, I think all the awards and everything come from it because it's, it's kind of more of a your artsy kind of cerebral uh, kind of yeah yeah it, it's yeah. not and it's not an action movie it's not uh you know the best casted movie with all these, you know, famous actors. So I think, I think that's where a lot of its awards came from kind of being like that, um, uh, not like underground film, but more, more top of the line underground film, if you will, if that makes any sense. Yep. Okay. No, it's, it's interesting. I, I think I have to watch it and then see where I land on it. But, uh, no, I think you guys give it, do it just that. That's why I want to ask the question. Thank you. I'll, t- I'll take the counterpoint to that and say I watched the whole thing. I never played a minute of chess in my life, and I thought it was fantastic. Ooh. Because I, I thought the, the, the genius of what they did was that, on the one hand, I didn't have to know anything about chess to be to understand what was going on, um, the interplay between the players, um, and the fact that they were using a strategy and you know how they were going to, I didn't have to know anything about chess to know to get the gist of what was going on, but at the same time, people who were who are like hardcore chess players were saying that it was great because all of those moves were absolutely spot on. Like there was, oh, all I don't doubt that real shit. But a lot of times they take some shortcuts or the editing isn't good. Like it's not like doing a football movie where you're 
just have to make sure you go, you know, four downs, four quarters. Easy, big fella. Right, but you're also talking. Chess, there's a lot of, there's a lot of strategy, and it, it takes a long time to get from, you know, to explain why you're going in the direction you're going to win the game. Yeah, but it takes less to do that with two people sitting in front of a chessboard than actually a whole group of people replaying a football scene. But everybody understands football. Most people do anyway. Eh. Well. <laughs> yeah, most Americans. And even still, they don't really understand it. But, so yeah, so just rooting for Tom Brady. But it's, it's, yeah, it's much easier to sit down around a chessboard and explain that uh, on film than, I said, yeah, to have a, a whole group of people reenact a, a football scene. So I, 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 I kind of see what you're saying, but. Yeah, know. yeah. I, uh, you didn't I'm like gonna it. Watch it. Cool. You guys, you get, I'm gonna watch it. You guys, you guys have given me enough to 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 say I gotta I gotta at least look at it. Yeah, that's all you do. And it, it would only make sense because most of the people in the room um, that are talking right now don't like it. So Todd's probably gonna give it an A. So <laughs> when you give something yeah. that you really like to Todd, it's probably gonna be a solid C minus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Todd, you you uh, yes. up next, yes, sir. You had to watch it. Okay. Unbanned? I did. And I'm surprised I never heard of it. I am uh, too. Documentary. Documentary uh, from Corey. And Corey, I, I, I want to be a hard grader on you. But I got to give you a solid A. Oh, thank you, sir. Wow. I appreciate it. And that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. There is a couple of points. It's a documentary about, and it's and it's the, and I think the, the it's unbanned, the legend of AJ one. Uh, and it's, so it's a documentary about how Michael Jordan in his ascent to greatness. Uh, but in re- less about Michael Jordan, it's just about air Jordans. It is the story of Nike and a company that was a floundering shoe company and truly floundering on the brink of, uh, of collapse and bankruptcy took the biggest risk in the history of risks uh, and then ran into the biggest pothole ditch ever, overcame that, and then they layered in our social consciousness. If you watch this, you can't help but see kind of what's going on in America now. The, uh, the, the uh, movie is a couple of years old, I, I, I literally, I had to look back because I'm like, holy cow, this isn't post-pandemic. Uh, uh, it gives you some insight, regardless of your political views. Uh, it gives you insight on kind of how amazing it is that the fact that Air Jordans is one of the most popular shoe brands, regardless of sport. I had just picked up recently on the fact that uh, many of the NFL teams are wearing the Air Jordan shoes as cleats. Uh, and I'm like, wow, that's, that's awesome. And I remember being a kid wanting a pair of – and I and we played my bat, my high school basketball team, uh, got the, those, those, uh, for that first generation of Air Jordan, uh, the Air Jordan 1s uh, for our team. Uh, thankfully, we were red and white because I think my school would have absolutely pushed back on it. Uh, but – Amazing documentary. I, I mean, I, I could gush on it for thirty minutes. Solid A because. And by the way, if you don't like sports, if you don't like basketball, even if you don't like Michael Jordan, it's still worth watching. Uh, it there's too much really really good relevant information about 
our history as a country and what Air Jordans mean to the world to not watch it. I would recommend this. It's a solid A because I'm going to recommend it to everybody that I know and people who don't watch it because they don't like sports or whatever reason I'll be t- trying to talk about them. Don't, don't watch it for that. They're dead to you, those folks. No, 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 no. I, I'm just saying there will be people who – I don't like basketball. I don't like Michael Jordan. I don't care. I don't want to hear – just the brand Air Jordans and the history of it and the people who are in it, Jason Sudeikis, Mark – but who's who of people? The, the guy who actually invented the shoe. Uh, but – if you if you've heard of Air Jordans, you should watch this. And if you haven't, then maybe you should skip it. <laughs> That's solid. Awesome. That's man. why I gave it an A. I'm I'm glad you liked it. That and I, you were you were that I picked that out for. That was very specific for you. So, um, thank you. I I, I I don't know that because again, I'd never heard of it, so I never would have picked it up. And by the way, and I searched it. I before I got to Hulu, I I was searching Netflix and. And uh, Prime, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and I kept seeing, oh, wait, but they were listing like uh, AJ1. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, I, I forgot to add the little subtitle there. All right. Well, it made it even better. Made fantastic. it even better. Solid A. <laughs> yeah, you guys are done sucking each other off. Um, that uh, Corey didn't make the movie, by the way, Todd. He just assigned it to you. <laughs> so. <laughs> Corey said, like, thank you five times. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should thank the people that produced the documentary. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys got a shot sitting there. Yeah, we do have a shot. Get Todd, to it. get to it. I got one. I got it. Bob, grab your, um, your regular vape thing, and uh, you can do that with us. Baba Ganoush. All right. Nick, you had Nick, you had stripes. I had stripes from Corey. I'm assuming. No, for me. Oh, for me. I couldn't couldn't hear, hear where I repeat that, Todd. Yeah, you broke up. I said I, Todd took the risk. This was a Todd assignment. Mm-hmm. I took the risk because he didn't like Caddyshack, but he liked Bill Murray. And I'm like, so I need to figure out if it's if it's the, if things don't age well with Nick, or what, or if it's just the the movies themselves. So I assigned him this. Yeah, okay, so I watch Stripes with Bill Murray. and uh, <laughs> It's always a great start when they repeat what they watched and who why they watched it. <laughs> yeah, 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 but I'm going to throw you for a curveball. I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it. <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. I liked it a lot. I'm not big on the letter grade, um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't feel that you should um, – you know, you should put people down like that. Uh, so, but, but I do, wow. but I, but I did enjoy it. Um, clearly it was somewhat antiquated uh, from when it was obviously from when it was made. So, so many familiar faces. Um, one of the characters um, was, uh, was the dad I, I recognized in um, the Santa Claus uh, with Tim Allen. Um the the button up dad with the sweater that had like the curly hair, he was one of the characters in Stripes that I recognized his face immediately. Um, uh, I recognized the captain, uh, John Lo whatever, uh, some some kind of Polish name. John Larroquette. Um, yes, it was not Polish, but yeah, Larroquette. 
Um, at first, for whatever reason, when I see him in old movies, I always think of Dan Aykroyd. Like, his face reminds oh. me of that. Okay. But I knew it wasn't, so I looked it up. If a movie is making me, like, look up uh, actors, like, it, it's typically good. Um, the other guy, one of the other characters, was he, which would make sense, but was he also in Ghostbusters? There's a bunch of dudes. This is who's who. Harold Ramis? Was was, uh, was the guy with John the, Candy? What, you know, I know John Candy, but was the guy with the big glasses like the secondary character? Yeah. Wasn't he, he was in Ghostbusters? Egon. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, of course. And it makes sense because the buddy movies of our time, they kind of like the Adam Sandler and uh, you know, all those guys that are in the same movies together, they all typically, you know, David Spade and, and things like that. And then now, um, like um the guys that are all in old school, like do a lot of movies together. Um, so I guess it would make sense back then that the same thing happened. Oh, I um, think Harold Ramis wrote or co-wrote all those movies. Did he really? Ghostbusters, Stripes, wow. Caddyshack. But yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like you, you would, I, I could see where you kind of <laughs> took a like a like a risk, and I could see because it's it's somewhat hokey. Um, but I do have to um, give credit where credits due and pass out the positive energy. Uh, to you for, you for one assigning it, but also to Corey because Corey opened my eyes to Bill Murray with that documentary. And had I not seen that documentary, I probably would have thought that it was pretty retarded. Like I wouldn't want to, wouldn't really want to watch it. Uh, but, but knowing as much as I knew about Bill Murray, uh, I like him as a person and I could respect him a lot more than what he did. So that's awesome. Hey, so and the fun, the other funny thing I delighted in assigning to you, and I'm glad that you liked it. And that actually proves that it does the it, things can be timeless because I love that. But that movie is the most that is the movie that I'll remember to the day I die. Like if I'm like an Alzheimer's, don't remember anybody or anything, I know that the one thing that's impressed on my brain that is the first movie that I saw boobies that weren't my mom's, <laughs> and it was freaking <laughs> fabulous when. When, uh, yeah, what's Todd, his name? Todd, I don't think that's how Alzheimer's works, but, but yeah, what, no, what, I mean, the, the coolest part, <laughs> the coolest, the coolest part of that movie was the titty bar, the mud wrestling, the scene where his girlfriend's getting naked. You know, I mean, you could tell like, okay, I, I probably wasn't a bunch of women that, uh, directed this movie, but when, no, who was it? Was it, I can't remember who, if it was John Larry Ketter, who it was. When he was looking with his spyglass, it was, the, it, was, it, was John, it was John Larroquette, the captain. <laughs> that was the first booby that I'd ever seen, and I was like, "No, that's oh not Lord. that's not true." Because earlier in the movie, um, his girlfriend yes. broke up with him, yes. and she was topless. She was naked and topless. <laughs> you can't those are the go. First booby. But you can't wait, go. Sorry. All the plants are going to die. But yeah. Oh, so where? <laughs> so okay. So that you touched on that. Yeah. I've heard that quote somewhere. Yeah, I say it all the fucking time. <laughs> it's not from you. Yes, you, it is. You fucking don't. I've literally said it around it's you probably from, 20 it's times. It's not from you. It's, I, it's absolutely from me. I've seen it. Like You in, don't hang around with anybody else who watches movies. I'm not talking about hanging around with people. I'm talking about like I've seen it like in a movie before, like where someone else has quoted that from that movie. Listen yeah. to what you just said. Your explanation for why you're right is that you saw it in a movie somewhere. Mm -hmm. That is false. You've only seen like three movies. But this is coming from a man that remembers nothing <laughs> And one of them is the one you're anything. talking about. Because I, I say it all, I literally just said it. But you're, you're, t you're a person that doesn't remember anything. Todd, 
we are. I say it all the time. You and I are witnessing the implosion of the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the stars and planets have aligned. If, yeah, exactly. But here, here's 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 what I'm trying to say. If yeah. it was someone that had a staunch record of like remembering every single moment in time, and like, yes, this is when this happened. Yes, it's not. But I constantly call you, and you're like. Did I do that? I have no idea. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was like the night before if I had been drunk. So do I trust you now or you then? Like, which Bob do I trust? Me then. But, so you then. Yeah. I trust you then. Yeah. The one that doesn't remember. No, the one yeah. that did the things that so I'm So you now. You I should trust you now. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. Anyhow. Yes. Yeah. Just trust Great. me when I say. I'm just glad you liked it. I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe, awesome. maybe it was my subconscious uh, memory of... Uh, Bob uh, carping on about uh, you, the plants are going to die. You know, maybe, I think maybe it's that funny it. that he says. I think that's funny though that Bob, that's the line. My tagline is "That's the facts, Jack." <laughs> and, I, and every now and again, I, like somebody else says, "I'm like that's the facts, Jack." The, the, uh, absolutely, that is the part that I that I love <laughs> the most was knowing the backstory uh, from Corey, like through you know, because obviously Corey directed it, but um, but knowing the backstory from what he assigned me. And knowing that uh, in that documentary, they actually explain the scene where he throws the MP girl up on the stove. And, ah. and they explained uh, from her point of view, she, she gave an interview and she said that none of that was planned. Um, Bill Murray just did that. Uh, he, he was big into improv in movies and he threw her up on the stove and she just had to react like it was going on. And he went in the drawer of props. It was obviously it was a fake kitchen. And he pulled out a spatula and started putting it under her ass and trying to flip <laughs> trying to flip her like a burger. And none of that was a part of the scene. So that that's awesome. that kind of shit really cracked me up. Yeah, that's I, I That's awesome. I do remember that from the documentary that that was one of the things that uh they said it was it was pouring rain outside, and that's why they were even standing in that that part of the studio. And they went in there, and and the director was like, "Hey, bring bring the cameras over here," because Bill started kind of messing around with her a little bit, and he's like, "This is gonna be great." He's like, "So we they set a camera up in the the little kitchen area, and uh, there was some what was oh the ice cream scooper." Yeah, <clears throat> apparently there was. Yeah, it was he, a very sexual innuendo. Yeah, he tried he tried doing something with an ice cream scooper. It and, was off camera. Yeah, and the guy that was doing the documentary asking about it. She was like, "Yeah, I'm not. A, I can't even say what he was doing with that." Yeah, because it was off camera, and and she was reacting like as an actor or an actress. And he pulled out. He's like, "What do you think I'm going to do with this?" And she's like, "I don't know." And then it went off camera, and she reacted like he was like putting it up her thighs, you know. And, Probably more than that. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "But," and it's amazing because now you know Bill Murray would be in jail. You know, if it was someone that it was not well received to this day, you know, that he would be, oh, God, yeah. he would be considered sexual assault and, and everything else. But, but they basically said that like at the time, Bill Murray was this, this beautiful storm that you just didn't try and control. And when he got that look in his eyes and he got in that mode, you just kind of let it happen. And, he's brilliant. and she said that at that moment, none of that was scripted. And she said he was so phenomenal as an actor She's like, oh my god! He was looking at me with these big, you know, beautiful blue eyes, 
And she's like, for that moment, you know, I was, I was his love interest. I was his girlfriend. She's like, and we had this like great connection. She goes, but the crazy part was, is that she's like, I never talked to Bill Murray or met him before that scene. Like we were just thrown into it. And she goes, but you would believe that, you know, we both had this kind of tag team love interest in the movie. She's like, all of a sudden he's just on set and it's like action. And uh, that's just what happened. And I'm like, wow, that's so that's why I could appreciate it a lot more. You know, you know, what's funny, Nick, I think I figured you out on, on Bill Murray, too, by the way. I won't go. To, I won't beat this horse. The big thing is. So Bill Murray's if you look at that Caddyshack, he wouldn't he shouldn't win an award because that's the worst role. Yeah, I think that that Caddyshack is about Ted Knight, a guy who's not a real he's a straight guy, but in Rodney Dangerfield. So I wonder if I sign. I got to find the best Rodney Dangerfield movie I've oh, ever God. watched. Ladybugs. See, because that, in my, that's the thing I'm saying. You like Bill Murray and Stripes was done right, and that, and I won't beat this horse, but I think I think I figured out the the trick with you. I, I'm excited to give you another movie that you might that might be a chance because I get A's all the time. We'll see, buddy. Don't go. You got to go out on a high note. So, but moving along, we've talked about this for way too fucking long. All right. Who's <laughs> Who 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 we who's already gone? Is everybody gone with me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we started this like an hour ago. Sorry, man. Uh, yeah, I'd watch the circle. <sighs> <laughs> this is this is an absolute waste of two hours of my life that I'll never get back. It, it was hands down since we started this podcast the worst thing I've ever had to watch. <sighs> I I get. <laughs> I get what they were trying to do, but every single person in the show was completely unwatchable and the stupidest the stupidest reality show I've ever seen. I I I I it was the hardest thing in the world to be able to give this review uh and the only way I can give it is by actually watching 2 hours of it and that was really fucking t- tough. So, it, I think it's a, a generational. It might be because I've watched a bunch of reality shows. Yeah, I know, but so, uh, Corey assigned it. Corey liked it. I I liked it, and, and Corey is not. I mean, I'm not defending it. Like I'm just, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, but, sure. Um, you know, uh, I feel like you. I'm not saying you're stupid if you liked it. No, I'm no, just no, 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 no. I no. found it but to didn't be. You, didn't you horrible. talk about like, oh, I love the Real World when it was on? Uh, I I watch way too much Jersey Shore, and it was I've a horrible never, show. But I was that. addicted to that show. But I, I maybe it is a generational thing. It might be the all of the people. So there's if, if you've never heard anybody review this on the podcast before, which I would find really hilarious if that was true. Um, <laughs> basically, eight people uh, all go into an apartment. Each of them gets a gets a apartment in the apartment building. Sorry, they're not all in the same apartment. They're in the same apartment building. Each of them gets their own apartment, and they go in there. They've not met each other at all or or laid eye contact on each other, um, and they will stay for the supposedly for the whole show and never see the other the other contestants. But they have these TVs and cameras everywhere in the room, and they, the only interaction that they have is through this uh, AI that's on the TV that's voice activated, and it will type whatever you want, and it acts like a social network between you and the other 
apartment dwellers. And God, this is fucking depressing even just to talk about it. It's so stupid. You don't have to talk about it. You uh, didn't like it. But all of the people, not not one of the people were uh, sympathetic in any way. I, I had no... Not I, not Shoebomb? No, not even that dude. Why? I None of them were. There, there were no redeeming qualities, nothing that made me root for them. <laughs> I'm like, I had no interest in what happened to these people. And the whole point of the show is how do they... How do they navigate the game uh, and do the different challenges and come out on top and make the best use of social media? And and I didn't care whether any of them ever did. Now, here's my only retort to, to all of everything that was just said. Uh huh. You said it was generational. Retort. Oh, he said it was generational. Yeah, I feel I like said, it might maybe be. you're right. I don't know. I said well, maybe it might be. Yeah. But as we were just talking about on the break, who yeah. really, really, yeah, but she really watches, enjoyed it? I think she watches anything. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't know if that's the best, you know. I mean, I, I wouldn't set the standard off of it. No, but, yeah. It, but, you know, give, given the conversation we had, I, I mean. But it's all good because it's 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 great for me because, I mean, one, you know, I, I you get to the bottom of the barrel. You don't have much to, to, to give. And it's, <laughs> but, but but I will say I will say this. Um, it definitely gives me a wider spectrum or a more specific, let's say, spectrum of what he likes and what he doesn't. And that's what this is all about. Well, and I think that's the really cool part too that I was going to follow up with with the generational thing was that you have one person that you know that was so obsessed with it after watching it here for a couple episodes. Yeah, one they went, one went episode, home yeah. and watched the rest of the season. Sure. Um, and then you have someone in the same, same age, same yeah. age group, you know, same demographic basically, except for male and female. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he did not like it. Couldn't stand it. Yeah. yeah. So. And I can't explain it because what's the difference between this and Jersey Shore? All the people in Jersey Shore were just as unlikable. They're fucking idiots. But for whatever reason, it was a train wreck show that I was like, yeah, I got to see what, what these idiots are up to next. <laughs> but I never thought that about this show. I just never did. I'm like, I just don't give didn't, a shit didn't, what they Didn't have to do watch. that, yeah. No, but I'm like, I, I can't come on and give a, sh- a review where I'm shitting all over it if I quit. And I don't watch. What yeah, I'm supposed to watch. I, I felt very much so that it was a it was a guilty pleasure. It was it was something like yeah. I'm like, why am I watching? You know, the fifth episode of this. But something in your brain was like, nope, got to keep going. Yeah, and my brain was like, nope, got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's lo- that's like love after lockup for me. I won't ever assign it to anybody because I know that no, it shouldn't be watched, but it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. All right, new assignments. Yeah, new assignment. So uh, the algorithm says that I got Nick, Corey's got me, Todd's got Corey, and Nick has Todd. Okay. Anyone want to go first? Yes, I'll go first. All right, here we go. I never do. So, Todd, uh, I'm going to sign you. uh, First and foremost, I'm hoping that you haven't seen it. Um, I feel like he'll tell you. Sweet Tooth. Never heard of it. It's on Netflix. Just came out. Um, okay. I highly recommend. It's not a show that you need to watch sober. <laughs> just came out. Okay. I don't. I thought it just came. To me, it just came out. When did it come out? <laughs> like a year and a half ago. Did it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not as far as I'm concerned. That's not, dude. You're sending me shows from the '70s, so I mean, that's not that long ago. Um. So, Corey, did you watch it? Yeah. What were your thoughts, real quick, just without telling anything about the show? Uh, uh, mm, with Todd, it's going to be rough. 
I mean, with anything, yeah, anything uh, talk. you get just stop talking. Let let's yeah, let him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I'm going for a different angle with Todd. Uh, the what, under, what's under, it name again? And in, in, in network sweet sweet tooth, and it's on sweet Netflix. Tooth. Netflix, okay, sweet tooth Netflix. Got yeah, <laughs> and you have to you have to have a, a pretty active imagination. If you don't, you're probably not going to like it. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even say that. Just let, let him. That's all I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Todd, you got Corey. I know what I'm thinking. I got, I'm you thinking. Need some time? You need some time? I do. All right, Corey, you got yep. me. Bob. Corey. Um, so I was trying to do too many things at once there. Uh, for you, there was something I did have lined up, actually, and I just need to find it here. That's all right. I feel like we're down to, like, it's not that I can't think of anything. It's that I, I no, have a I, I shit had... for Nick that is so long. I'm like, what do I give him? Which of these gems? Got you, buddy. Okay. Have you seen Searching for Sugar Man? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> All that for nothing. All right. Well, so go back to the drawing board. Let me go back to my list, and I'll take yes, it. I'll go take ahead. Sorry. All right, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get, uh, so I was going to give you one, but then I realized that there was a much, much better one. Okay. Uh, you got Rushmore. Okay. Uh, Documentary? Uh, no, it's a movie. All right. Who's been to Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I, I, would always, I would love to go to Mount Rushmore. That wasn't the question. Well, you, you, well the only one who been, I feel like you really want to go back, and you, I want you to take, take them with you. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. It was great. Hey, Corey, I'm going to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so I hear <laughs> Woo! Good for you, buddy. Oh, thanks, man. You did it. <laughs> Look at you <laughs> going to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Bob, you have Too Funny to Fail. Uh, is it a documentary? God, I hope it I fails. I think I've seen it. I hope it fails. <laughs> I think I've seen it. What's it about? It's about something that's so funny. <laughs> Failing is not an option. Um, hold on, Todd, seriously, have a gummy or drink heavily when you watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yes, I have seen this. Have God seen damn it, Bob. This never happens. Yeah, I just happened to have that. So, Todd, have you given any thought to... Uh, I have. I have. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a leap here. I think Corey may have seen this, but have you seen The Magnificent Seven? Yes. The original or the remake? I've seen the remake. Seen both. You seen both? Yeah. All right. We've watched them together. <laughs> both of them? No, we haven't. We know we watched the magnific- the, the remake. Yeah, the remake. He doesn't yeah. remember. He doesn't understand. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> All right, Todd, you got to go back to the drawing board. Uh, you know, I got another, and I got another one. Is it? Uh, uh, have you seen uh, uh, the Pelican Brief, Denzel? No. No, no. Actually, take that back. The Manchur- It's the Manchurian Candidate. I'm yes, sorry. I've seen the Manchurian Candidate. The original or the remake. The I, remake I, with Denzel. I've seen the one with Denzel. No, I'm talking about the original with Frank Sinatra. I'm not. I know. I'm not rewatching that. Oh, Todd. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a hard re- no. <laughs> oh, okay. have you seen the Pelican Brief with Denzel? Uh, no, that I have not. <laughs> there you go. All right. Oh, that took forever. Sorry, I still have to give no, you your okay. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know we're not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, where did I type Rushmore? I literally just typed in Rushmore now. 
Dude, I'll take you, okay? Relax. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Corey, I'm going to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Come on, Bob. I got your snacks. <laughs> Look at you, buddy. You're right. technically not allowed on that land. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say on Route Mush. Route oh, Mush. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. And that's without drinking. Around, around Mount Rushmore. All right. I'm ready. I would love this. to go to Route Mushmore. Route, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I picked it as the title for the episode now, he's going to claim that it's all oh, because you said it. No, I think that would be great. <laughs> oh, you're going to change your tune this time? Route Mushmore. All right. <laughs> See, the more he says it and then he I, laughs after, I, it sticks in your head. So when you hear it again, you're like, oh, that's going to be the title. It's going to be like He's, no. Route Mushmouth. <laughs> I, I figured out his algorithm. My algorithm? No, no, his. That's what I do? How to, yes, I plant I, the seed? Yes. How to get okay. Bob to... It's a su- no, suggestive way. Don't we, wouldn't you think he'd plant seeds all the time then? Because I don't... Every episode is not titled after something. No, it's no. most of them are not what I say. No, but then when when it is something and, and then it's you never what I like, say. Oh, that could be a title. Oh, that's then, not true. Then it's like the on. the one episode I specifically remember was about Bob. It was Secret Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Bob had a secret baby. <laughs> but that was something I said. Right. Yeah. So funny. Anyway. Uh if you've seen this, I, I completely give up. You have the final member. <laughs> On Hulu. Uh, all right, let's just let's just assume I haven't seen it. I know, dude. I there's no way, you <laughs> no way you have. And I say, as a matter of fact, I'll yeah. go this far. Yeah. If you pull up the title screen whenever, yeah, and you're like, I've seen it. I'm done with the Shinasuke. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna. Why don't you just no? You just don't don't leave the podcast. Just pay my Hulu bill for the month. Corey, have you seen I'll Dance? I'll do both. Corey, have I'll you seen- leave the guest <laughs> and pay your Hulu. Corey, have you seen Dance Revolution? The video game? No, oh, the dance, dance, the series. Jigga, 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 dance. Oh no, that's so you think you can dance. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that didn't work out so well. No, it worked out great because Corey knows. I do. I do. <laughs> all right, I think we're so we're all good. Everybody's got what they. Everybody knows what they got. What they yep. came for. Pick of the week. And Todd, it's in, uh, do we even have time for the pick of the week? Real quick. We don't have to explain it. Just uh, what our pick of the week is very quickly. All right. Fair enough. Corey, artwork. Pronto. Got it. Pick of the week. Uh, <gasps> have I done MeUndies yet? Yes. Fuck. And you've also asked about it like several times. Fuck. Yeah. You're not very good. I'll, right. go, I'll go first. Damn it. So think of something. I got something. Oh, go ahead. All right. So uh, there's a website out there called mynoise.net. Um, I don't know why, but in the last year or so, I've uh, fallen back on white noise type stuff, like rain sounds. I know specifically after we were in Tawas, I was looking for an app that would give me like a combination of rain and fire sounds together, like I was in the beach. Yeah. Um. So mynoise.net is a site that tries to do some of that, but it actually does a pretty good job of, so you get to pick different categories of uh, if you want to focus in a noisy environment, if you want to sleep, if you want to calm down, then you can pick up a couple of different choices, and I think that there are some pay options or stuff you could subscribe to, but it does a good job with... What is happening? It's raining on my tent on mynoise.com. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad it wasn't me. He was looking like, are you that stupid? Go out this website, 
Oh my god. So anyway, uh, <laughs> if if you if you need white noise to sleep, if you're if you're interested in some of those sleep sounds, mynoise.net. Give it a shot. That's pretty cool. It I sounds like it. awesome. I like it. So um, mine's gonna be really quick. Um, I've had this for about five months and I, I never tried it. Um, I got this at um, some place up in Lansing, Upper Hand Brewing Company uh, from the UP. Laughing Fish is, is the name of the beer. Um, the only reason I picked it is we have property up in Laughing Whitefish Point up on Lake Superior. Um, this is right from that area. Um, but it's a refreshing summer ale, and it's actually got the latitude and longitude on the top of the can, which is pretty cool. Um, UP-specific, Michigan-specific beer. Upper Hand Brewing Company Laughing Fish Beer is mine. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Excellent, sir. Corey, you got one? Uh, I do. I'm Mystic Knotwork. Sorry, what? Mystic Knotwork. You make sausages? Not knock worst. Not no. work. Uh, they're a company that does uh, a lot of different nautical themed um, bracelets, uh, different. I, I home decor, uh, things of that nature. That uh, it's everything's handmade. I'm gonna go on a limb. Yes. Is it K N O T W? It is. Oh, yeah. okay. You I'm should right, probably I'm say right that because yeah, normally yeah. the well, K is silent, so it sounds like you're saying mystic, not work. Mystic. He, that's what work. he did say. Yeah. That's he said, said mystic not work. Yeah. yeah. He had to give the, he had to give the explanation to know that it was a K. I don't. Know. You could you could have oh, done that. I, up I got it right away, Bob. All right. But if when he said it originally, you're right. He was in the wrong. But then I was right. He said, was the original. <laughs> but then original. he actually gave, gave a description about uh, handmade. Great point. And it, yeah, <laughs> he, he actually he cut to the chase. They make bracelets and whatnot, keychains, home decor. It's beautiful. So that's uh, actually where I got my new bracelet from, and it looks like a garter. Yes. It does look like a garter. Are you getting ready? I am. That's the whole point. Okay. Can we take that off your thigh later tonight? Good luck, buddy. <laughs> it's really good. To, can I really have to grip onto it? It's going to be really far up my thigh. <laughs> Get your teeth right in between. Oh, okay. That All right. Nope. Nope. Todd. We're done. Todd, yes, sir. You got to pick. Close I do. I'm a, I'm a, I, I do. I have, I have one. This is pretty easy. Uh, I'm going to jump on the Nick bandwagon, although I'm going to change it up a little bit. Rather than recommending just one, for the first time in my life, I've liked a lot of different brewing companies, but New Belgium has knocked it out of the park on everything. A lot of people know Fat Tire, their Voodoo Ranger series of IPAs and not IPAs, the uh, Atomic Pumpkin. They're kicking it, kicking ass and taking names. Go and buy whatever is New, Bel- New Belgium Brewing is making right now because they're kicking, they're kicking ass and taking names. Todd, um, Krabby, I've I've had the Atomic Pumpkin before, and I'm I'm pretty I'm relatively certain that's the one he had last week. Um, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't? It wasn't. What was it? I can't, if we go back to the tape, it, 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 you guys said the name on, on, on the air, and it wasn't that, though, unfortunately, because I wish I could claim it. Nick just stormed off to go find a can of it. <laughs> He's right. Oh, no. I'm typically not. We don't hear that too often. Yep, you're absolutely he's, right. He's right. Todd, you're absolutely right. So uh, I knew that. this is the one I had. Uh, it's from Southern Tier Brewing Company, and it's their Pum King. 
um, which I've had before, and it, it's really good. Uh, this is one of the few brewing companies that Bob has um, actually gagged about because I've told them they, they use real, like, pumpkin mash. and uh, But they switched it up this year. It's a nitro. It's a pumpkin nitro. So it's super smooth. It's got the widget on the inside that, that spins around and, and release, releases that nitro. Um, but this one is so cool because it's, like, got, like, a creamy finish, and it's 8.6%. There you go. There you go. Have we all gone now? Yep. <laughs> all right. It's just pretty rid of us, Bob. Well, no, I'm noticing, I, like, I w- went to edit the last three episodes, and there were a f- couple of times that it stuck out that where Todd had to jump in going, like, well, no one ever asked me this thing. <laughs> and I felt bad every time, so I'm trying to be sensitive to that. Well, nobody asked me. <laughs> all right, and that's the Stauscast for this week. <laughs> Please join us here next weekend for episode 145, another milestone. Can't wait. On behalf of Nick, Todd, and Corey, this is Bob saying thank you for joining. We'll see you next week. Bye.